I have a new recording device uh, app that I'm trying to see about recording the message. So Exodus 20, verse 8 through 10, says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do nor work, you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor the stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth and the sea, all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath and hallowed it. He hallowed it. You guys remember when we talked about hallowed? Made something special, set it aside, set apart. It is amazing, these scriptures. The first point I want to talk to you about is there is a reason why God said to rest. The first part of that that first point is it gives God opportunity to provide for us supernaturally. We rest because we trust God. Exodus 16, 23 through 30. Then he said to them, This is what the Lord has said. Tomorrow is the Sabbath of rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. Bake what you will bake today, and boil what you will boil, and lay up for yourself all that remains to keep till the morning. So they laid it up till morning, as Moses commanded, and it did not stink. Let me stop there for just a second. So you, maybe you haven't heard the stories. When God started providing the manna, he gave them. Remember we studied this here. He, he told each one, each household, to take a certain portion for the amount of members that were in their house. If you had six members in your house, you took six omers, whatever the omer was. I don't remember now. If you only had two people in your house, you took two omers. You weren't to take extra and pile it up in the corner of your house because the Lord made sure that by the next day it would stink and have worms in it. He said, just take what you need. Trust me. I'll have it out there tomorrow. Trust me. Is all he was trying to tell his people, I'm feeding you, I'm taking care of you. Trust me. So that's what he was referring here when he said, why would it stink in just one day? Well, because the Lord made it that way. Nor will there be worms in it. Verse 25, Then Moses said, Eat that day, for today is a Sabbath to the Lord. Today you will not find it in the field. There won't be any manna out there on this day. Six days you shall gather it. But on the seventh day, the Sabbath, there will be none. Verse 27, Now it happened that some of the people went out on the seventh day to gather. There's always those. There's always those. Which one of it is you? We won't, we won't try to guess. Because the fingers may come back to me. You never know. There's always those who go out and try to find, but there were, they found none. And the Lord said to Moses, How long do you refuse to keep my commandments, my laws? See, for the Lord has given you the Sabbath. Understand, the Sabbath is a gift. 
It's a gift. We need rest. We weren't designed to run seven days a week. We, it just, we, I'm sorry, we weren't built that way. And we need rest. Therefore, he gives you on the sixth day bread for two. Let every man remain in his place. Let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. Part two of the first point is, it gives us opportunity to rest and be refreshed. refreshed. That, that's what this is about. To rest and be refreshed. Exodus 31, 14 through 16. You shall keep the Sabbath, therefore, for it is holy to you. Everyone who profanes it. You guys remember what profane means? We just talked about it a week ago. You know, it could be as simple as just not making it not important. Just profaning it. It's just not important. We just, we don't have to worry about that. It's just not important. It's not, it's not a priority in my life. That person is profaning it. If anyone who profanes it shall surely be put to death. Now, it didn't bother you, but it concerned me. For every person who does any work on it, that person shall be cut off from among his people. Work shall be done for six days, but on the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on the Sabbath, again he says, he shall be put to death. Therefore the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their generations, a perpetual covenant. Anybody know how long perpetual is? Forever. He tells us that in the next verse. But understand this. In Deuteronomy, he told us that it said, it started this with we observe. So they observe the Sabbath as a day that's holy. And he said also, which isn't in Exodus, it's in Deuteronomy 5.15, it says, And remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt. Slaves did not get a day off. They worked every day. And it was killing them. And God was serious about it when he said, Listen, guys, on the seventh day you're going to rest. You're going to rest and make it holy unto the Lord. You're going to take care of yourselves in this. Exodus 31, 17, to finish it, it was a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. Now, it's hard for a person that I try to understand God all that I can, and I'm thinking of God, an omnipotent God who created the heavens created the earth, created everything. He needs a rest. Yeah, I guess it's pretty tiring. But I mean, it's just amazing. And so I, I got to look at this and it said refreshed. I had to look at that word. You know what that word meant in the Hebrew? Breathed in. Because for six days he was expelling, he was breathing out. He was saying, let there be, let there be, let there be. And on the seventh day, he took a big breath in, and it refreshed him. 
and it made him ready to deal with the rest of us knuckleheads. So what did a Jewish Sabbath really look like? Now I'm going to mutilate some of these Jewish names, so please forgive me. But according to the Halakha, Jewish religious law, Shabbat was observed for a few minutes before sunset on Friday evening until the appearance of three stars in the sky on Saturday evening. The Sabbath was ushered in by lighting of candles, reciting a blessing. Traditionally, three festive meals were eaten. This sounds pretty good to me. It kind of sounds like Thanksgiving to me. In the evening, in the early afternoon and late afternoon, the evening meal... The evening meal and the early afternoon meal typically began with a blessing called Kedush. And other blessings cited over the two loaves of bread. I can't pronounce the name. Shabbat was closed, is closed in the following evening with the Habakkabah blessing. The Sabbath is a festive day when the Jews exercise their freedom from regular labors of everyday life. It offers opportunity to contemplate spiritual aspects of their own lives and spend time with their families. Doesn't sound too bad to me. What would it be like if we took one day just one day, honey, where I turned the TV off. Is that possible? Is that, there is a thing there called a remote, you know, but yeah, I'd have to lose it. And we spent the day talking about God's goodness and how blessed we are and calling our kids and speaking blessings over their lives. It doesn't sound so bad to me, but, you know, we just think that it's this thing that, you know, God was just saying it because he wants us to get to rest. I think it's deeper and it's more than that. Point number two, there are consequences when we don't rest. Numbers 15, 32, 34. Now, when the children of Israel were in the wilderness, they found a man gathering sticks on the Sabbath day. Hmm. And those who found him gathering sticks brought him to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation and they put him under guard. I mean, you know, they had to hold a gun on him. This man was gathering sticks. They put him under guard because it had not been explained what should be done to him. Numbers 15.35, Then the Lord said to Moses, The man must surely be put to death. All the congregation shall stone him with stones outside the camp. So the Lord commanded Moses and all the congregation brought before him outside the camp and stoned him with stones until he died. Wow. Do you see how God feels about that? Now, before we all freak out, we are not under the law, okay? We are under grace. 
Jesus Christ is the Lord of our Sabbath. But there are points here that we have to understand. The Sabbath is important. I mean, what if we just decided, oh, well, you know what, we don't have to keep the Ten Commandments. I'm going to go kill somebody today. What do you think the repercussion of that's going to be for me? What if I start stealing? I'm going to go to jail. I mean, my God, what if I started lying? There would be consequences for each of those things. So what about the Sabbath? What if I just completely ignore the Sabbath? I probably will wind up dying young. Well before my time. Because there's a penalty to be paid. There's a price to be paid when we completely ignore God's word. We need to see the principles behind his word. Thank you for that. Amen. Leviticus 25, 1 through 4. And the Lord spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When you come into the land, then you shall keep, when you come into the land, I give you, the land shall keep a Sabbath to the Lord. Do you realize that there's even a Sabbath day for the land? I wonder how many farmers really acknowledge that. I know there's a lot that do. After seven years, you allow a field to rest. It says in verse 3, it says, Six years you shall sow in the field, and six years you shall prune your vineyard, gathering its fruit. But on the seventh year there shall be a Sabbath, a solemn rest for the land, a Sabbath to the Lord. You shall neither sow in your field nor prune in your vineyard. Look at this, it goes on. Exodus 23, it says, Six years you shall sow in the land and gather its produce. But on the seventh year you shall let it rest and lie fallow. That the poor of your people may eat. And what they leave, the beasts of the field may eat. In like manner you shall do with your vineyard and with your olive grove. God was telling them that even the land deserved a Sabbath. It deserves a Sabbath. We have to understand this is a principle that goes far beyond what we're thinking. That we, we, I'm just not going to go to church today. Well, maybe you need to rest. We need to take this Sabbath thing seriously. Obviously, I'm working on Sunday. I do my very best, and I haven't been very good at it, to enjoy my Sabbath on Monday. Because I'm off from my other job, and I'm off from the church. And I'll tell you straight up, the Lord really reprimanded me just this last Monday. I got up in the morning, and the first thing I did is I started looking for this week's message. I knew this was going to be a tough one, okay? And so I got up. Now, it's perfectly okay on your day of rest to go read the Bible and, and pray and say, Lord, you know, give this word to my heart and it'll help me to... But see, no, I'm studying. I'm not allowing my mind to have the rest that is required for me to get all the points and the principles behind these messages. Then I decided to get up, and I have a friend I mentioned to you last week that had just gotten out of prison, didn't have any clothes. A precious saint gave me $100 last week to go buy him some clothes. Now understand, I don't consider that work. But I called him up, 
I had to go to Columbia and pick him up, and then we had to go to the, I took him to lunch, obviously, it was lunchtime, so we went and had lunch, and then we went to Walmart, we walked every aisle of that store, this man can shop, he's worse than a woman, <laughs> but he shopped, and, and he shopped price, and for the money he had, he got a lot of nice clothes, he was supposed to be here today sporting those new clothes, but praise God, maybe he'll be here next week, but we walked, and we walked, and we walked, and and then he asked me if I would give him a ride over to the cancer center so he could get that set up. We got to the cancer center, and they said, oh, well, you need this paperwork and that paperwork. He goes, oh, it's at home. I said, come on. So we drove out to his house and got the paperwork, and we drove back to the cancer center, got it all set up, drove back to his house. It was, it was a busy, busy day. And then I get home, and I see that my little lawn hasn't been mowed in about four weeks. That bugs me. Okay. It's only like a 20 by 22 squares, okay? It's not that big. But me, Mr., you know, make it perfect. I get, there can't be anything showing. I mow it, and then I edge it, and I wash it, and I clean it, and I do all the things that I'm... And all of a sudden, I got in that evening, and I started feeling bad, didn't I? And Joe was worried. She said, do we need to get you to go check your blood pressure, or, your, you know, are you okay? And I'm I just don't feel good. I don't know what's wrong with me. I just don't feel good. She goes, well, are you sick? No, I'm not sick. I just, I, man, I could lay down and just go to sleep. She goes, well, go ahead. And I said, no, I still got to go to town. I got to get, it's almost dark, as after dinner, and I didn't have my ibuprofen for my hands, and it's like, I'm out, and I need to go get it, and I wasn't going to send Joe. And So then I got in the car with my little dog, and my little dog and I went to the store to get some ibuprofen, and it was dark. And I, just, I was just feeling terrible. And I said, Lord, I don't know why I feel the way I feel. I hope that there's nothing wrong with my heart. And he said, well, it darn well would deserve you if it was. Was that you, Lord? <laughs> yes, that's me, son. Today is your day of rest. And you did nothing of the kind. Nothing of the kind. Yeah, you blessed your friend, that's fine, but then you had to come home and work. The lawn would have been there tomorrow evening. It would have been there the next day. It's, it's not going anywhere. I'm serious about my Sabbath. That's why you're feeling the way you feel. You want to get this work done? You don't start it on Mondays. You start it on Tuesday. Because that's my Sabbath. That's the time that I have. Yes, Lord. Father, forgive me. Forgive me for being like these guys. I should trust you better. I mean, I wasn't out working to earn money, but I thought that if I didn't do this, it just wasn't going to get done. I need to learn to respect the Sabbath. Should I tell them the rest of that story, Tony? Really? <laughs> so bizarre. I'm coming back and I'm starting to feel better because I'm talking to the Lord. And all of a sudden the Lord says, man, I love you. I said, Jesus, I, I love you too. Man. He said, I love you so much. When you come over the top of the hill, the cross is going to be lit. The one up on the hill. It's never lit. Did you see it? Did anybody see it? It was last, that would have been last Monday. 
I come over the hill right at the high school. You come down and up, bam, that cross was lit bigger than the day. And the Lord said, I did it just for you. Just for you. You see, I love you. Take a Sabbath. All right, Lord, I will. In a few weeks when I have more time. Where are we? What's the next scripture? Second Chronicles? What's the next one? That must be a seventh day. That's it. Okay. Second Chronicles 3620. And those. Oh, okay. Now this, let me set this up. This is. Do you remember when we went through the whole Nehemiah series? You guys remember that? This is just prior to that. They were exiled from Israel. The Babylonians came in and, and carried them off. And God allowed it. God allowed it. So listen to this. Verse 20. And those who escaped from the sword carried away by Babylon, where they became servants to him and his sons until the rule of the kingdom of Persia. Eventually Persia took over and wiped the Babylonians out. But now the Israelites were slaves to the Persians. But the Persians were much nicer. We we talked about that when we were in Nehemiah. To fulfill the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah, he said, until the land had enjoyed her Sabbath. As long as they lay desolate, she keep the Sabbath to fulfill 70 years. Now, I'm not that fast with math. I had to get a calculator out to work this out. So if you have a Sabbath every seventh year, and they had to let the land lay for 70 years, they had been disobeying God for 490 years. 490 years, they did what they wanted to do. Wouldn't you think after 490 years, you probably would totally forget about the land has to have a Sabbath. They thought that they were doing it the way they had to do it, and they weren't trusting God at all. And so God allowed them to be taken. Again, I'm not trying to scare anyone and say that we're going to hell because we don't keep the Sabbath. We're not under the law. We're under the grace that Jesus Christ died for our sins. But we need to see the principles behind it. There are problems that arrive by observing the commandments, by not observing the commandments. We just talked about that. So let's go to some New Testament scripture. 2 Timothy 16 and 17, chapter 3. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction, for righteousness, for the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. What is he saying? The Old Testament matters. It matters. We need to study it. We need to see the principles behind it. We need to understand why God wants us to rest. That it's important that if we want to live long lives, that we need our rest and we need to make it holy unto Him. 2 Corinthians 6, 1 and 2, he says, We then, as workers together with Him, also plead with you, with you not to receive the grace from God in vain. Not to receive it in vain. He says, in an acceptable time, 
I have heard you. And in the day of salvation, I helped you. But now is the acceptable time. And now is the day of salvation. What is the Apostle Paul telling us? Repent. Repent. That's what he's saying in that scripture. Now, today is the acceptable time to go. I fully understand now that the principle of the Sabbath is important. And that we need to keep it. We need to keep it. And we need to honor God with it. Mark 2, 23 and 24. This was Jesus. The title of it says, Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath. Now it happened that he went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. And as they went, his disciples began to pluck the heads of grain. And they were eating them. And the Pharisees said to them, Look, why do they do what is not lawful on the Sabbath? Understand, the new covenant hadn't begun yet. Christ hadn't died. They were still living under the old Mosaic law. They could have been taking those men out and stoned them. This was serious business. But listen, when Jesus said, verse 25, he says, When he said to them, but he said to them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need and hungry? He and those with him, how they went into the house of God on the days of Abathar, the high priest, and ate the showbread, which is not lawful to eat except for the priest, and also gave some to those who were with him. And he said to them, Oh, pay attention to what Jesus said here. The Sabbath was made for man, not the man for Sabbath. This is profound, people. We need to hear this. The Sabbath was not made for man, And not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the Son of Man is also the Lord of the Sabbath. We have to remember. If you want to know what the Sabbath day truly was, it's Saturday. Okay? If we want to get legalistic, we'll start meeting on Saturdays and we'll quit working Friday night at 6. That's not what we're going to do. We know that our Lord is the Lord of the Sabbath. And he loves us so much that he says, whatever day you keep, you keep it. In fact, it was the Apostle Paul that said this. Look at Romans 14, 4 through 8. Who are you to judge another servant? To his own master he stands, to his own master he stands or falls. Indeed, he will be made to stand, for God is able to make each and every one of us stand before him. There's going to be nobody else helping you up. You'll be all by yourself. Verse 5 says, One person esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Let each one be fully convinced in his own mind. He who observes the day observes it to the Lord. He who does not observe the day to the Lord, he does not observe it. He who eats, eats to the Lord, for he gives God thanks. And he who does not eat to the Lord, he does not eat and gives God thanks. 
For none of us lives to himself, and no one dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord. Can I get an amen? Amen. If we die, we die to the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. People, we need to rest. We need a day of rest, each and every one of us. And for some of us, it may be, may be different. It's important. And we can see how God felt about it in the Old Testament. It was very important, as unto death. But I think what he's telling us today is that we need to give him a Sabbath today. Whatever day it is, it needs to be a Sabbath as unto the Lord. And when he tells me to rest, I'm going to rest. So there probably won't be any more elder meetings on Mondays. Why? Probably not. Probably we'll pick another day. So that I can honor God with one day of the week. And yeah, this week we got carpet cleaners coming and I got to move the chairs out of the way. And I, you know, it's like, Lord, but he knows the condition of my heart. Okay, that's really what matters. Is what's going on inside. I think he's going to let me move the recliners out of the way so the carpet guy can clean the carpet. I don't think that's going to be an issue. But I promised him I would do a lot better at resting. Amen? Amen. We all, we're all guilty. Every one of us. We need to ask him for forgiveness and say, Father, let's pray. Heavenly Father... As we have heard this word, there's not a single one of us that is not guilty of sometimes doing more than we should. Father, you gave us this Sabbath day for rest, a time for family, a time for worship, a time for you, Father. And I pray that as a congregation as a whole, you forgive us. And that we will try to do better in our personal walk, our personal relationship with you, Father. What would that relationship be like if we just say, we, we'll, we'll pay attention to all the other commandments, but this one, ah, this one's just not that important. I believe, Father, that would uh, affect our relationship adversely. That you would have a hard time blessing us. So, Father, we want to be a blessing to you and a blessing to our community. Father, help us to understand that we need a day of rest. Forgive us, Father. Today is the day of salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to have the worship team come back up and lead us in one song, and we're going to get out of here. You guys that are going to Perkos can get there almost on time. (laughs) Amen. Let's all stand together. And as always, if there's anybody that has a special need, um, please feel free to come up, and Joe will come up here with me, and we will pray for you. 
as we worship to the Lord together. Amen? In a minute. That means I got to keep talking. God is so good. Yes, amen. All right, I'm going to ask you guys, how do you want to leave? I'd say, let's go. There you go. Let's worship God here. If you want prayer, come on up. Amen.
Father, keep and bless this church throughout this week. Bless them. Bring them back. Help them to bring a friend. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a great week. We got done. Not going overtime. All that writing, no overtime. Like a, like a bowl, so oh. it helps a little more in there. There you go. And there then follow your chicken. <laughs> God bless you. Have a great week. You're going to get better. I will. You will. Amen. I believe it. Yeah. We got we got a little bit of a lull in our in our in our business where you know kind of coat slowed down a little bit. So Jazz goes, well, we're gonna take some time off. Everybody but me. <laughs> Everybody but you. Well, yeah, Send your boys home. I had to get all the service the service trucks. I had to get those all serviced up and ready right. to go. Keep them going. Everybody <laughs> but you. Two of them that were crying for service because they had, even that thing on the on the. Oh, the, Nash the is telling you. Yeah, yeah. Hey there, cutie pie. Hey, glad you made it. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's like I've been gone for weeks, two weeks. Yeah, we've but missed it. I know. It's this yours. I love you. I love you too. I have one like it, but mine is good. And that's mine. I found this in my car. There's not one. And I'm trying to figure out who all is bringing in my car. <laughs> How long has it been in your car? You just made it. Well, I don't know. But, <laughs> How often do but, you clean your car? Oh, I, you know, I was thinking that. That sounds harsh. Oh, that's why my yeah. car's messy. <laughs> I'm going to have to go home and get the Jeep because the, we're taking her home. We're going to her house for lunch. And did you buy oh, is she going to go home and change the switch out car? have to, yeah. Uh, I guess it ended. I don't know how to. Yeah, you have to look later. I have two kids in the last 12 months.